This is your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of Inziguri on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Yo. Hey. What's up? Uh, it was my birthday yesterday. Yeah? Happy yeah. freaking birthday. What'd you do? I went to see Goonies in the movie theater. And I wasn't invited. I didn't know anything about it. I'm all stuck. Because Jordan didn't invite people. No. I don't want to talk about the Goonies. I want to talk about wrestling. Oh, you want to talk about wrestling? Yes. Okay. Oh, by about. the way, this is Fran. Oh, this is D.B. Richards. And our guest is... Your cat? Yeah, yeah, who's sitting in the chair. The chair, yes. I didn't take it because um, Jamal gets upset, so I always bring this over. So... Is I hear it this time because he doesn't love wrestling. I think he's on. Uh, I think he's on strike because of the Viking experience. I, I would be too. What do you think of that? We'll talk about that before we bring our guest on. Well, no, let's do it at the end. No, let's talk okay. about now because it's only we're only going to talk about it for a few minutes just because of how amusing it is. Okay, um, I don't like it. Okay, here's one thing, and I'm like. Once Dude, I know them as War Machine. Now they were War Raiders. Now they're Viking. This is something that somebody was mentioning, though. I think it was Mick Foley, which kind of makes me get the impression that it was a Dewey Foley creation. <laughs> because, I hate you, Dewey. Because Mick Foley was like, he, he kind of tried to defend it. As in, like, you know, oh, well, there's been other, like, ridiculous names or whatever. And then somebody else goes like, oh, well... We could have, you know, if you would have just gone with whatever, just to get on TV, then you would have been Chili McFreeze. And like, <laughs> Chili McFreeze was money. It's like, uh, you're supposed to have a good name, but we have we have to have something so peach. You know what it is, actually? Somebody else mentioned this. They said, WrestleMania is in Tampa Bay, and they're uh, totally going to try to play that up, which means that they have to go all in. On this idea, at they, least they up are until the then. Buccaneers now, because everybody, because everybody is like throwing a shit fit about it, and if they have an amazing WrestleMania entrance with a fucking Viking ship, then it'll be worth it. Wait, ain't on the Minnesota Vikings on an on on the Eagles side, and then you had Tampa Bay. Could they play each other in the Super Bowl and have a Viking little thing going on? Oh my God! <gasps> I still think that they need that they're going to try to one up Rusev's tank entrance by coming out on a fucking Viking ship. Okay, so I don't know. This is going to be crazy, but we got we got the lifeguard, um, Mike Dell. Mike Dell, yes. your favorite wrestler. Yes, I like no. Not my favorite wrestler. It's I enjoyed his match with Frankie, and I really wanted to get him on. And let's um get him on. You want to get him on? You want to sure. say? You want to say hi to? You want to say hey, 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 Mike Dell, how you doing? You go. Um, give me a call. Go. Oh, look at this. I'm gonna dial the number. And here we go. Got everybody's number on speed dial over here. Your Rolodex. Yeah, my Rolodex. Yes. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, Mike Dell? How you doing? Good, brother. So, um, I, I like to start off to talk about your career and all that kind of stuff. Um, sure. So, where? Oh gosh, let me bring up my own. 
See, you're already lost. This I, is Fran, by the way. I, he didn't. He, yeah, we didn't introduce ourselves yet. Um, yeah. I'm DB Richards, and this is Fran, and we got Mike Dell, and he, and, and Dave over here is looking for his questions. So. Uh, yeah, I got questions. You know what I mean? You know, I got old questions up. I got new questions. New questions so, how long have you been in the business for? I've been in the business since 2010. Oh, okay, okay. Um, where where do you all train at? So it actually started as uh, I started backyard wrestling. Okay. Uh, I started doing that whole thing. Um, then when I was about 19, I broke my neck. Uh, backyard wrestling. So I was one. Of, you know, I was one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, the C4 and C5 had to be fused in my neck, and uh, I couldn't do anything for about nine months. Uh, couldn't work. Couldn't drive. Couldn't lift um and then after almost a year um i started uh you know i wanted to do one more match in backyard wrestling with one of my friends and then uh, a guy by the name of corvus fear eric corvus um showed up to one of the shows and said to me hey you know if you're gonna break your neck you might as well get paid for it said you know what you're right so he started training me uh he had a he had a ring in his backyard uh it was Another guy that you might be familiar with that was training with me at the time was LSG, who's okay. currently in Ring of Honor right now. Okay. So me and him started training together with uh, Corvus, and then uh, then I started working sporadically around Jersey in 2011. 2012, I actually started getting trained in an actual school, which uh, PWS, which is now WrestlePro with Pat Buck okay. uh, and Dan Moff. So they started training me in, in 2012, and I, I started training there um, for about four years. Uh, here's here's a question. I remember um, one of the uh, tra- uh, one of the people that runs a school. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Kettner. There was there was a time when I had a tryout before, and he was asking me during like the the process of actually like trying to fill out paperwork and get all that stuff taken care of. He said, "Do you have any backyard experience?" Do do trainers in general prefer people that have that experience over just people that are completely fresh from what you can see? No, I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter as long as uh, as long as you have a willing a willingness to learn and um, you know mouth shut ears open kind of thing and uh, you know I mean it doesn't matter if you're a backyard wrestler or don't have any experience or you have five years experience or whatever as long as you're there to learn and you're you're there to work and and things like that uh they'll they'll pretty much take anybody that's true yeah okay i got a question Uh, um since you got your injury from your backyard experience your um, style there did you have to change it when you um for now like how you wrestle now or you do almost the same thing yeah i mean well one of the things you know how I got my injury was I was I did some crazy stupid, uh, fucking uh, flippy move or whatever. It was like a, it was a freak accident. It wasn't anything off like a top rope or anything. It was just uh, it was like a flipping uh, backcracker or whatever on one of my friends, and he just all his weight just landed on top of my neck. Mm. So it was like a freak. It was like a freak accident. So, but you know when I started getting trained, um, I really wanted to learn more of the technical style and 
I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't really want to do anything that involved high risk, like a moonsault or anything that, uh, that could further injure my neck, anything crazy like that. So it was, so when I started wrestling, I, uh, I focused more on technical based wrestling and actually learning how to work rather than, you know, doing, uh, crazy moves and stuff like that. Okay. 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 So, um, when you, um, started like, um, um, started out. What was your name when you start off? Started out on wrestling, because I seen some different names out there. Right. So, um, when I started, um, in 2012, actually getting trained. Um, well, I I originally went by. Uh, well, actually, I should backtrack to 2010. Uh, when I first got my first actual pro match at Beyond Wrestling in Elyria, Ohio, I went by the name of uh, Mad Mike Montez. Okay. And that last that lasted all for like two weeks. Uh, not many people know that. Only a close knit group uh, know that name. So they'll they'll joke around with me a little bit. <laughs> and uh, it was Mad Mike Montez. Then I switched it to Mike Brocious. And Mike, uh, Mike Brocious, Brocious is actually my mother's maiden name, my grandmother's name. So I actually used that as kind of like paying homage to my grandma and my mother. Um, so I used Mike Brocious for a while. And then I switched it to uh, Mike Dell, which is what I'm using now. But then I started using, uh, I, have, I had a, uh, a gimmick in around 2013 that was uh, proposed to me, was the lifeguard Mike Dell. Then I had um, the mighty good man Mike Dell, which was another thing I was uh, I was doing for a while. So how that came about was uh, I don't know if you guys remember Wrestle. I think it was WrestleMania. I want to say WrestleMania 11. Bam Bam Bigelow, Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Um, so they had a big uh, salt and pepper played Lawrence Taylor to the ring. Uh, <laughs> what a man! Yeah, and uh, I remember watching that entrance and being like, "Yo, this guy is the man." <laughs> like Lawrence Taylor just came out with sunglasses and like a multicolored jacket, and I just thought that would be cool. Like, how cool would that be if I just came out as the mighty good man, Mike Dell? So I made that a gimmick. Um, and like I said, I did the lifeguard Mike Dell. Um, so uh, yeah, there's there's a multitude of, of different gimmicks I uh, I had throughout my career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, wow. So I see. Oh, you got a question. Yeah, um, before we actually uh, before we actually started the phone call, we were we were talking about one of the uh, current gimmick slash name changes that happened on Raw with the uh, War Raiders or whatever, and I guess that's a topic of conversation between like what people's opinions are with when you're in a company and they kind of give you something and they're like, you know, let's see what you can do with this. Is there is there ever like what's your opinion on that as far as like okay? I, you, you go into a company, you kind of have something established, and they're just like, we're going to throw this on you and see what you can do with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's usually how it goes in WWE, you know? Like, look at uh, Dean Ambrose. Like, when he went, his name, he didn't use John, John Moxley. He couldn't use John Moxley. He used, uh, they gave him Dean Ambrose. Same thing with, uh, I mean, there's a couple other people. Um, but, I mean, I don't think... It's a really, I don't think it's really that big a deal. I think people make too big a deal out of it. 
like look at uh, Dolph Ziggler when he first came into WWE. You know, like what the hell kind of name is Dolph Ziggler? Like, <laughs> you know, people people scoffed at it and thought like, oh, this will never work. This is ridiculous. Like, what kind of name is Dolph Ziggler? And then look at him. You know, he's, one of my, <laughs> he, you know, he made the name. It's not. It's he made the name. The main the name didn't make him. One, one, so that's that's how it should be. So one, whenever one of my WWE friends actually guys, um. He, he was, we were uh, talking about, we were, changes to the, you should be able to make the name, the name shouldn't make you. One of my friends was actually joking about that before, because when we were, when we were talking, I mean, this was years ago, but he said, man, he's never going to make it. Why? Because his name is Dolph Ziggler and his finisher is the zigzag. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how ridiculous is that? But he made it work and he got super over with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Like, sometimes the talent just shines through all of that, so... Okay, exactly. one of my questions was worst injuries, and I think you told us your worst in- injury already. Um, going down. Were um, there any others that actually came to mind though, like outside yeah, of outside of your d- neck injury? Yeah, besides your ex- neck injury, did you have any um other injuries that you had? Yeah, I had a couple minor ones. Like, uh, I think uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, it was way back in like maybe like 2013, 2014. It wasn't anything serious. I think um, I, I think I dislocated my shoulder. Mm. What was was the only other injury that I had. Everything else was like like a small concussion here or there, or like you know bumps and bruises, and you know nothing major or anything like that. But the neck injury was really the major one. Okay. Okay. Um. So um. Um, what what's your favorite company that you have worked for so far that people can look you up? Um, I think my favorite one was probably I mean there's a whole bunch that I uh, work for, but uh, Synergy Wrestling. If people want to check that out, uh, they they can type Synergy Wrestling on YouTube. Um, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff with them. I did a whole bunch of stuff with CZW, um, House of Glory. I did something. Uh, briefly there uh, Wrestle Pro if they want to look that up Wrestle Pro PWS I did stuff with them from 2012 to 2016 um, even last year um, I did something with them uh, in one of their Royal Rumbles so um, yeah uh, Warriors of Wrestling there's a whole there's a whole list of uh, wrestling promotions that I did stuff with that if people want to check out on YouTube they can you did have a great match with Frankie Picard at was it um, SWF? Yeah, yeah, um, and that's a, that's a thing too. Like Frankie's, uh, he's he's really good. Like anytime me and Frankie have a match together, it's just fucking awesome. And um, the first time we worked each other uh, was in Chicago at Freelance Wrestling. Um, it was probably I want to say two years ago. Okay, um, that was the first time we worked each other. And then we worked each other at CZW, and then we worked, and then uh, SWF. So every time we every time we work together, it's just really good. Who's on your bucket list as far as people that you would like to face? Um, I would probably say one of the guys I want to work the most is Sammy Callahan. Hmm. Uh, that's probably like my like my number one. Um, and then other guys, it's just like guys in Ring of Honor, like the Briscoes and stuff like that. Uh, Chris Dickinson is one of them. Mm. Wow. 
Okay, um, so my next question, okay, you answered that one. Um, so, um, we're kind of, we're trying to make it easy for you because you have to get to work and all. I, I do ask this question a lot. Um, have you ever received a receipt or given one? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it happens. Uh, sometimes you give guys stiff shots that you don't necessarily mean to. And they'll think, you know, that you did it on purpose, and then they'll give one back to you. Or even if you, even if they know that you didn't do it on purpose, they'll still, they'll still give one back to you. <laughs> uh, it's just the way it is sometimes. It's the way wrestling is. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I've I've gotten stiff shots before, and I've given stiff shots back. So I mean, it's wrestling. It's just the way it is. You you ever have a time where um somebody like I I guess based on like um different routines that maybe different people have like maybe you're supposed to sell a certain way and you didn't so somebody says like because we've heard that before where people say like you didn't sell it so i'm gonna make sure that you do i'm gonna hit you for real yeah i mean uh i've never experienced that because i've always uh because i was i was taught the right way from the beginning and i i kind of always was i was always good at selling um certain ways or selling yeah. um way guys wanted me to in certain ways and stuff like that so i mean i never experienced that but yeah 100 percent. there's uh, i've been in matches where like 19 matches where guys wouldn't sell at all um and my partner or the other guy or whatever would uh would end up making them sell so i've been in i've been in those situations but i've never uh experienced it uh personally myself because I did, like, remember back in the day when I watched a um, pay-per-view. It was, like, a legend pay-per-view. Had um, Jake Roberts. He was drunk as hell. His own tag team partner was trying to keep him down, trying to push him down the ground, trying to tell him to stay down. And But he wouldn't. He kept on getting back up. And Well, it's a whole matter of trying to, I guess, protect the integrity of what you're trying to do yeah. in the ring. Oh, and, of course, yeah. It's just, it's just making it look just making it look real. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, and when, when you don't do that, guys get pissed off, you know, but yeah, what it is. So what was the best advice that anybody in the business given you? The best advice? Yes. Uh, I would probably say just stick with it. Um, you know, it's cause this business is, is really tough sometimes and, uh, and it's not always going to go your way. And, you know, sometimes you got to eat shit for a really long time and you're going to get depressed and you know, a lot of stuff is going to happen to you and you're not always going to be happy with what you're doing or where you are and everything like that. And you're going to want to quit. You know, I've experienced that many times throughout my career, but the best advice is to just be consistent and stick with it because at the end, uh, eventually it's going to be your turn. So uh, that's probably the best advice that I've got is just stick with it. Are you, are you going to ask your favorite question? I, I will. Um, I, I I ask this every um every time um because um Brian Pillman did it at um Magic. Yeah, Pil- so, Pillman Jr. He he pulled a Pillman. So so we call it the Pillman. So you ever soil yourself in a match or throw up? Soiled myself. Yes. He says, um, I need to find a proper way of saying, have you ever shit your pants in a ring? <laughs> no, thank, 
thankfully I have never done that ever in my career. Thank God. Uh, that's I always find that hilarious when guys uh, that happens to other people though. Yeah. But no, that's that's thankfully that's never happened to me. We find that there 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 seems to be a lot of connection between people when they throw up though and like. Oh yeah, I need to get a little bit of extra energy, so I had a few uh, too many like Red Bulls before the match. Yeah, that was um one of the, our last guests. She was talking about she drank a lot of Red Bull and she and threw then up. She had the puke under oh, the yeah, ring. Oh I've, yeah, I've, I've done that. I've uh, I've taken like three five hour energies, um, <laughs> and I downed a, a monster. Because oh. like if I if I never have like if I run out of pre workout uh, for the gym, that's what I'll usually do. I'll like I'll like drink two five-hour energy drinks and a monster and I'll go to the gym and it's, I'm all good. But I'll, if, if I do that like before a match, you know, I'll fucking, I'll puke. Yeah. And I actually, I actually came close to puking once, but I never did. So, you know, thank, but yeah, I've experienced uh, that feeling. Hmm. <laughs> before, before you get off and all, do you have any stories like road stories or wrestling stories with other wrestlers? Just say anything else I, you like that you can say that's kind of funny. Oh yeah, I've got one. Um, so uh, it was about two years ago. It was I was on my way to Chicago for freelance wrestling, and it was me, uh, Casey Navarro. Do you guys know him? Yes. Yep. Okay, it was me, Casey Navarro, and it was uh, a tag team called Private Party. Do you guys know them? No, I don't. I have uh, to look them up. They wrestled for House of Glory. Okay. So um, it was us, us four driving up to Chicago for freelance wrestling, um, and we stopped at a gas station, and we all got out to uh, relieve our bladders, <laughs> and uh, I was the last one to use the bathroom. So they they all uh, went back to the car. When I came back, there was uh, some dude was talking to the three of them and uh you know i thought they all knew him so i came up uh to the car and the guy says hey man do you mind giving me a uh, a ride uh, to exit you know 68 or whatever it's only it's a it's about a half mile up the road uh and i said uh you know i looked at the other three and they seemed to be cool with it so I was like, uh, sure, I'll uh, just, you know, squeeze him in the back. So he gets in the back uh, with private party. Christian Navarro is, uh, Casey Navarro is up front with, uh, with me driving. And we go to take off. And the first words out of his mouth as I'm pulling off is, um, hey, I don't want to scare you, but I just got out of jail. Uh, this morning and we're all fucking silent like we're stunned silent like are you shitting me this guy just got out of jail and he's like he's telling us the story he's like yeah you know uh, my wife um put me in jail because i wanted to give my kid some candy and i was like what the fuck does that even mean you want to give your kid candy so your wife put you in jail so i'm freaking like Inside, I'm freaking out. And I look over to Casey Navarro, and he's got a knife in his hand. Um, he's, he's, but he's not, like, he's just showing me, like, you know, if this motherfucker tries anything, I'm going to stab him. I like One to keep things. this like, in he's hand. He's just showing me he's encounters. got a knife. So, um, I look, I look in my rearview mirror at him, and I say, hey, man, uh, no disrespect, 
Um, I really don't feel comfortable with you riding in my car. Um, can you please get out? So he's like, oh, man, are you serious? I was like, yeah, dude, you know, sorry, no disrespect, but I just don't feel comfortable with you riding in my car. I mean, you just got out of jail, you know. And so I pull over, and he uh, he gets out, and, uh, you know, you know, he gets out, and uh, we continue driving, and we're all just, like, fucking stunned. Like, I can't believe that fucking happened. <laughs> and then, come to find out, we're, we keep driving. He's like, you know, um, the exit that he wanted to get off at didn't exist. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we, we kept, he's like, exit 89 or whatever. But yeah, we were driving for like an hour and a half <laughs> after that, and the exit that he wanted to get off that didn't exist. Oh, now we're all fucking freaking out. Like, holy shit, was this guy going to stab us or rape us or something? Or, like, carjack us? Like, it was scary shit, bro. Like, the exit that he wanted to get off that didn't even exist. Oh, shit. That, that... Yeah, so that's, that's one of the crazier stories that, uh, that happened to me. That happened to my um, stepmom's uh, father. Um, he picked up um, two guys, and finding out there was a knife in the back seat, they were gonna kill him. But my um, stepmom's father was so nice; they took he took him out to eat, and then dropped him off, and they totally forgot to kill him. It's like, oh, we were gonna kill him, but he's a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, that's... Because that's like funny. he found like all like a knife in the back seat, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" It was still back there. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's uh, a question before we hop off here. Is there any, um, like, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram uh, pages that people can, like, look you up on? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Mike Dell. Uh, my Instagram and my Twitter are the same. It's uh, at Delavision1. Uh, YouTube is youtube.com backslash Delavision. Um, and for booking inquiries, it's mdellbookings at gmail.com. That is, it's great talking to you, Mike. Um, yeah, um, thank, like I tell everybody, well, um, welcome to like in Instagram, we consider everybody family. So welcome to the family. And if there's ever anything that you want to like promote, that you could just put it up on our page. Yeah, we have a Facebook page, um, group page. You can promote yourself. Frankie does it all the time. Um, and we got a lot of yeah, it's mostly like um, East Coast, Northeast people. So, yeah, like so. Hey. Just um, when I say I really do consider everybody family when they come on. So if you have any questions, you can ask me. And I'm that's there. awesome. Man. I, I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah, and hey, we have to keep everybody friendly and be friends with everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, for the most part. Yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be driving with Frankie on the twenty seventh. So. Oh, yeah? yeah, we got a couple. Yeah. Um, he has two shows, so he asked me. I was like, he said, I'll pay you. I'm like, okay. He's got his own version of a uh, ride along, so. <laughs> yeah, try to do like a ride along kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. When you tell Frank, you tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> yeah, he, he told me. He's like, dude, you guys have a great story, but nobody wants to um, book you guys. Yeah, I mean, we get booked here and there, but, you know, never the places we want, but it is what it is. Yeah, keep on working it because I would love to see more of you guys. Absolutely, man. Okay. Thank you. Have a good All night. Right, fellas. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye. So, what's on the schedule? What's on the schedule, Easter is next week. Yes. I, we're going to have some fun. 
Um, and then the twenty eighth, we got Eric Martin. Awesome. Um, and then the twelfth, we got Topa T. And the twenty sixth of May, we got Amy Lee. Awesome. And after that, I don't have anything yet. You know what you need to do? Fun. You need to get Mike Dell. Mike Dell. Yeah. The other Mike Dell. <laughs> There's two Mike Dells. It's so crazy. There's... One with two L's and one with one L. That's how they separate each other. <laughs> you have any shout-outs you'd like to give? Yes. I would like to say thank you to everybody that said happy birthday to me yesterday. Yes. I had Gary Wolf say happy birthday. That freaked me out. I'm like, what the heck? That's awesome. Man, you're such a geek. Dude, you, you, I... to- you totally geeked out for Gary Wolf and Jasmine Sinclair. Yes, because I wasn't thinking they're gonna like say happy birthday to me. Well, dude, they probably saw you. Oh no, I don't want to be mean. They probably saw you and said, "Oh, I it's it's I feel obligated to say happy birthday because it showed up on my Facebook feed." But it's still pretty cool when you get messages like that. That's why whenever whenever um a birthday comes up, I always like if somebody says happy birthday, I'm just like, you didn't know it was my birthday until today. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. Thank you, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. You make me feel loved. <laughs> no, like, it was kind of cool that, like, I was a fan of Gary Wolf in Pitbull 2. Anthony Durnett. Like, I'm bad with, like, like, their real names. But Pitbull 1, Pitbull 2. I was, like, a fan of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, the first time seeing them was at ECW, my first show ever. It was Pitbull's first to run it. Gotcha. And I thought these guys were badass. And I loved the gimmick. And and then Gary Wolf got the whole neck broken can on storyline with Yeah. And then Shane Douglas. And Shane Douglas and and that, uh, and that wonderful thing that almost caused a big riot, so So I'm gonna see if I can try to get him. See if he will do one. You know what you should do? If you really wanna level up in your acquiring of interviews. You should get Pipple and Shane Douglas together so they can talk about it. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But we're not... Next time you go to an Icon show or whatever it is, because there was one coming up, wasn't there? And uh, Yes, I think it's... Shane's almost... Shane seems to go to those quite a bit. You should really just mention that to him. See if he'd be down for it. I, I think that'd be cool. Yes. It'd be like the time you were talking to Justin Crabble before he got arrested again or whatever. And and the whole Impact Players reunion. God. like. I wish I had like tons of money to do this. But I wouldn't be... Nobody yeah. has money. That's why they all talk to... Fuckface. Um, freaking... What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he brought something up. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He brought something up. He... He got pissed off about um, wrestling is Kife is dead and he's pissed off about it. And then I'm reading a, like a wrestler's own comment and it's like this uh, this asshole is a fucking idiot. He's the one that changed the world with these fucking interviews and he wants to fucking talk about Kife. And I was like, Fine. <laughs> no, no, because yeah, because of um, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Wow, you know what? That is funny. Yeah, because he was the one that um, he made started making lots of money because of the uh, RF video shoots. 
Yeah. So. So it's his. It's his. Um. Prop. I, I don't care. Um. I don't care if he wants to. Uh, I don't. Like, there's people still out there that fucking hates him. You know what I mean? But. I think everybody hates him. It's just that he has money. I, that could be it. Money changes lots of people's minds. Like, Honky Tonk Man at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to talk all this shit on this company until they offer me a Hall, Hall of Fame, fame. Ring, ring so I can sell it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we we seen that, um, um, oh shit, why can't I think of his name? It'll come up. Yeah, um, he got a name change too. Do you see that? Um, was it Puncher Martinez? Oh, yeah, yeah. But wasn't his name change actually a little more acceptable? Like, as far as the wrestling community thinks? I don't know. How many Damons did we have that failed? <laughs> I'm still waiting to see what the... Uh... This is... Okay, this is why I don't understand. Going back to the Vikings. Is, uh... So, somebody mentioned, they said... Well, maybe they couldn't use Raiders because of the Oakland Raiders or whatever. <laughs> well, what about the Vikings? That's okay? Yeah, you can use the Vikings. They have a Viking the TV Viking show. Viking experience and... sounds like a gay porn, okay? Dude, I... Oh, I don't know. So, um... So, um... Adam Rose had a uh, mild heart attack over that the weekend. Sucks. I hope he gets well. I know he's getting ready to retire anyway. So that really sucks. You know? So shout out to Adam Rose. Get well soon. Get what well soon. What shout outs do we have? We got shout outs? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, Jamak, you want to say um, your shout outs? Big uh, shout out to... No, Russell Cave and... Um, Markout Club. Markout Club and... And... Um, Josh Harris, Five Takes. Um, and Monty. And, Monty. And, and the man who does everything, George Palmerino and... Dave Keener, who uh, hooked us up at Mania, and that was that was that was fun. We had fun. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, what else do we got? We got uh, our our loyal five or six listeners. I listen to every single episode and be like, man, I can't believe they mentioned that. Like, we always mention anything you want to tell us, man. There's no, there's some. There, it's it's funny because some of the things I will mention, it'll be at like the very end of the show. And somebody would be like, I can't believe you said something. I'm like, you listen to the whole show? I love you, man. So, if we had to, like, talk about everything in the beginning, who's going to listen to the end? So, if we talk about the ending, nobody knows what we're going to talk about. So, boom. Like, right now, but Luke Harper see, asked for his... Look, but, but look, it's like when you book WrestleMania. Because... Sometimes the best moments happen in the beginning. Because by the time the show's over, it could be the greatest thing ever. Nobody's going to give a fuck because they're tired. It's true. That was a long, that was a long pay-per-view. But there's... Oh, yeah. I forgot Luke Harper's name is out in the world today, too. He asked for his release from WWE. He asked. But everybody thinks he's leaving. WWE didn't grant it yet. When WWE grants it, then we can talk about it. Nobody thinks he left. It's not. It's not fake news. Hold on, hold it was on. on his. It was on his social media. He posted it himself that he asked for it. Yes. That doesn't mean. But he's it's get all it. the AEW marks. Oh, here we go again. No, 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 dude. I am for 
them starting up their promotion. But all these guys are out there going, oh, no, he asked for his release. Now he's going to be awesome out there now, and he's going to be the best wrestler in the world. He's going to be the CM Punk of wrestling. And it's like, he's going to AEW. What if he goes to Ring of Honor? He could be going to New Japan. He can go anywhere he wants, but everybody thinks he's going to AEW. He has that opportunity is because, look, this is... The one thing that people don't mention is the fact that, like, all, all the wrestling fans and everybody's got an opinion, whether it be good or bad... You know whose opinion matters the most in this situation? Mine! Are, are the wrestlers uh, themselves. The, wrestlers. the ones who make the living off of this. They don't look and go, oh, this is just a fucking t-shirt company. They go, oh, look, we got somebody that's tossing around lots of money. I like to make money. Maybe, just maybe, I should look into them. Or I can use them as leverage for renegotiating a contract with the WWE. It gives them more opportunities but the independent scene and pro wrestling in general right now is doing very well because regardless of how big wwe is right now there are a lot of other places people can go to so it's just a really good time right now yes it's great it's bringing back the old school wcw i'm happy to see that that can be a good thing or a bad thing because wcw was good for various things but you know yeah, but they had some good years, you know what I mean? They gave us the Horsemen. They gave us um, Brian Pillman. That was the NWA. No, WCW no, no they, they, kinda, they did too. Yeah, but WCW just kind of, uh, they, they gave us the, the later half of the Horsemen, <laughs> which which wasn't, um, what was your favorite Horseman WCW moment? Horseman WCW moment when, um, Dude, somebody just fell from your window. <laughs> it looked like a bug. Probably. It was a spider, I bet. Um, my favorite moment was when um, Arn Anderson says his goodbyes. You know what I mean? He gave the spot to um, Kurt Henning. Because I was a Henning mark. I mean, I loved Henning. But everybody always remember that because of Kevin Nash. <laughs> no, no, no. I remember the whole I'm going to give you my spot. Not a liver spot. spot but my my dog spot. <laughs> But right there, I love that moment. I love the NWA moments. I mean, NWO moments. Dude, I love that part. Because when when we had Raw come on at 9, till, you know what I mean? WCW came on at 12 o'clock. After everything's over, you can watch all that and not worry about flipping back and forth. I will watch the first hour of Nitro. Again, just to wait for the rest of the show. And that's what I loved about WCW. A lot of people keep forgetting about when it came to the Attitude Era that Raw was separated basically into two shows. You had the... Warzone. The Warzone was the later hours, which here's what I don't understand. (laughs) This is something I don't understand, and I don't want to rant about this for too long. So they want to talk about like, oh, we need to keep a PG for the kids. Why are the kids up so late? It's a three-hour fucking show. Like, they should be asleep by now. Yeah, there's a lot of kids that have to go to bed early. Like, I think my nephews had to be in bed by 9 o'clock. But, like, even during the Attitude Era, they kept all that edgy stuff for the second hour. Yeah. And now the show is three hours, but it's all PG. <laughs> uh, 
See, like, see, WWE is encouraging younger kids to stay awake past their bedtime. See, WWE is the Disney of wrestling. I don't want to watch Disney shit at a 10 o'clock in the evening, okay? <laughs> you know, they're worried about, like, oh, we might offend somebody. Meanwhile, one of the number one shows has fucking incest, okay? Like, <laughs> and they're worried about offending people. <laughs> oh, shit. So, what do you think of this whole shakeup? Well, it's Tuesday, um, which means SmackDown's on right now. I guess, I guess after we're done this, we'll see who else gets moved over. Um, like, do you think the shakeup is better than having a? I fucking like a hate. I, I fucking hate the shakeup. I hate anything they do with that because I really feel like it's Vince McMahon going. You know what? Screw storyline continuity. We're gonna shake things up. See, that's the. It needs to have. It needs to make sense, okay? Because most of the time, people just see it as a way of Raw getting the top SmackDown stars. So, like, I was reading something earlier. Like, so since um, Rey Mysterio, um, um, Sin Cara, and um, Cedric. No, no, what's his name? Um, Please do. Oh my gosh! Why can't I think his name? Andre, um, Andreas, Andreas, Almas, Almas, that's it. Thank you. Andrade. Andrade. So they're planning on putting them as a stable. Why? Is it going to be Mexico too? If they do the LWO, I'll be in for it. They got to come out of lawnmowers. Oh, LWO. I'm down with that. I missed it. I I totally missed that stuff. You know what I mean? But I hear, oh wait, I want to hear, hear Conan's opinion but on that though. With the, all the fans out there today, they're all going to start going, "That's racist!" and and then like well, they it just, is racist. That's the whole point. But everything's racist in the world. That doesn't justify racism, dude. If I walk down the street with um, like a Hitler shirt, somebody will call me a freaking um. Racist because I'm wearing a Hitler shirt. He could be like my ancestor. That's why you don't wear a fucking Hitler shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Like I could be wearing a British shirt, like, and then people like they took over the world at one point. Oh my god! Stop talking. (laughs) Like you know, you're you're justifying racism by being like racism is okay because it's everywhere. That means it's not okay. (laughs) But my question is, my question is. The racism in the movies, and then racism in entertainment. What's different from it? What do you mean in entertainment? Okay, let's watch a movie. Even even entertainment these days, like, okay, an example. We have, like, the, the older movies, like, I mean, this isn't racism, this is terrorism. But the older movies like Die Hard, when they would have like, you know, oh, we have terrorists at an airport. You're never going to see shit like that again because people get too offended over that crap. And that's what's wrong with it. It's like, come on, let's have some terrorist movies again. Gosh, I miss them days when you have Steven Seagal fighting off from people and you're like, yes. Or... But that just means that people have to get more creative and think about ways around it. There's a lot of things that happen like even years before then. That weren't that that people were like, well, this isn't acceptable. We're gonna do. You know what it is? Kind of like um, 
Yeah, but but in other ways, people are desensitized or it doesn't bother them as much. Like back in the day when people are like, you know, oh, you can't show any skin because, uh, like, oh, you know, you can't get too sexual. And like these days, nobody really gives a shit about that. You can do that stuff. You know, you, you get you get the. Um, I guess the big thing now is whenever somebody says like, you know, oh, I can dress this way. I should be allowed to dress this way. You know, that doesn't justify if somebody rapes me. Like, you know, mm. I mean, there's an, there's, there's, there's an argument made to be made there and I'm not going to get into that because that's a sensitive subject for a lot of people. So, but there's certain things that are considered okay or there's more focus being put on it and then other things are an issue. Like, there's always going to be changes in points of views and opinions on things. That's just how the world is. Like, but going back to wrestling, which could be used for a lot of things too, because a lot of things have to do with how people view things. Yeah. Um, when people say, oh, everybody is so they're so sensitive or um oh like you know why why they gotta be so so liberal or whatever like it, whatever um it's always been there it's always been there it's just that social media has put it straight in your face so you can see it you can just hop online and see it before it wasn't that easy it's always been there though that's that's the big difference so it looks like um, we might be seeing PCO and Ring Honor getting a um, title shot. Fuck PCO. That's for uh, Dreamer. Tom, Tom Dreamer, yeah. It's like, he's never coming on my show ever again. There's, there's two perspectives you can see in that. For, uh, one is that PCO, yeah, he, he shouldn't have done that. The second one is Dreamer really shouldn't have just opened up like that. Because that's, like, business-related. But Dreamer, Dreamer's always like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's... There's always two sides to a story. It's true. So, yeah. So, I miss um, having um buddy here. He'll be back. I know he will. He comes back. <clears throat> but to everybody out there, happy Easter. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Gosh. Are you really a zombie? Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm not I'm not a fan. So So do you think oh is just gonna put all the titles together or are they gonna keep it? Two shares. The fuck was that? I don't know. I, think... you. I don't know what they're gonna do doesn't really matter nothing really matters until the smackdown goes on fire <laughs> then we'll see how things go yeah i think it'll be good if it's lot it's gonna be live i hope it's really just a matter of waiting to see what happens smackdown needs to go to fox like that, that <laughs> show needs to happen AEW needs to have their show so we can actually see what they do um and until then, you know, we're just waiting, so. And we'll see what else they do to to further the women's division in WWE. And do you think they're going to 
separate the titles or are they gonna put them both combined or she's gonna run around with two titles I don't know <coughs> good question I, you know honestly they, they're probably trying to figure out what to do also because right now they're probably thinking to themselves oh we need to have both titles involved to make it such a, a much bigger deal and then now they're going well what do we do now See, my whole thing is, they should just get rid of one of the titles, and then bring back, like, the Diva title, make it, like, a Shut IC the title. fuck up. <laughs> I gotta bring back the Divas title. No, 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 Listen, listen, listen. They don't need more titles. No, no, no. They should have kept it the way it was. I'm, I'm talking about getting rid of the other title, making it, like, a Diva title, like an IC or US kind of belt, and put that out there for other people. That they should have just kept things. You could make with... Sasha Banks the IC champion. And make her shut up. You know what I mean? They gonna make her shut up. She's a fucking twat. Like there was um, <coughs> it should have. I'm. I still think, regardless of what happened at Mania, that they should have had Oscar versus Charlotte rematch for SmackDown. Correct. And then Ronda versus Becky, the match that everybody wanted. Correct. And Ronda and Becky were the ones that were involved in who won. So. There was no point with having Charlotte. Because Vince McMahon thinks Becky can't get over. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like, Becky can't... No, that's not the issue. The issue was the fact that the planned Mania main event was going to be Charlotte versus Ronda. And they did not want to get away from that. It was very obvious when they basically did whatever the hell they could to make it look like Charlotte being in the match made sense. And that and and that's and that's one of the biggest criticisms, if any, that people have outside of the weird finish that happened, was that they mm. screwed up a storyline that didn't need to be screwed up. It was very simple. They just need to have a fucking match. Because Gail Kim's out there saying like the company's racist, but Vince McMahon isn't, or something like that. Or what's that all about? Did you read that? I don't read too much about Gail Kim. I mean, I respect what she did in TNA with the knockouts division, but she doesn't seem to be doing herself anything. Like, it, half the stuff that she talks about doesn't even make sense these days. Like, you know, so. It sounds like Bret Hart. Yeah, but. Bret, Bret Hart's, like, I mean, Bret Hart's kind of. Out there, uh, anyway. He, he's, I don't want to say brain damage, but he's going through a lot. So, I mean, Gail Kim, I mean, what did she really go through? So, like, yes, I think Gail Kim will be in a WWE Hall of Fame at some point in her career. You know what I mean? And I think she'd be someone going, oh, okay, yes, yeah, I'm back. But, um, She's going to be like Honky Tonk Man. Fuck this company until they pay me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't, like, Gail Kim, like, said all that stuff. I'm like... Okay, it could be like, like, uh, because you got Sasha's like I'm upset about, um, I I I can't do this, but people I'm gonna are going to be quit. a lot more vocal now because there's a lot more options out there. So Sasha's going to quit because of what happened at WrestleMania 35. They lost the match. But at the same time, now they're trying to play it up on social media that like basically this is these are stories that weren't supposed to come out. She's trying to be diplomatic or whatever and not really trash anybody, you know. So 
it's just a wait and see sort of thing. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I mean, another another one before we hop off here was so Kofi Kingston. He he went online or whatever, and he was and somebody I guess somebody was asking him about superstar Billy Graham's comments about how Kofi needs to bulk up and take steroids. He just flat out said he should take some steroids, like you know, and Kofi basically said like oh people are entitled to their own opinion i love that extremely easy way out answer because kofi is a very vocal guy if you go on if you look at his past twitter messages or social media messages yeah when something annoys him he lets people know so that was totally a company move where they were like look you're the champion now you got to play nice like don't 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 bash him he's kind of old and crazy so just uh give a response and then just leave it alone so i like to hear what he really had to say but i was like shut the fuck up <laughs> you know i don't wish death on a lot of people but good god <laughs> somebody actually said that on one of the pages they were like you know, I really don't want to wish death on anybody, but Billy Graham, uh, can he just go away, please? He's been, like, on his... He's been, like, so close so many times, and he's still around, and the only thing he ever seems to do these days is piss people off. No. It happens, it happens. Um, um, My God, you're popular today. I know. Um, no, um, it's... I'll talk to you about it in a second, but it's not... Airworthy. It's not airworthy. Yeah. Everything's airworthy. No, not really. This is personal. Personal? Personal. I'll tell you when it's over. And you'll find out more on the hotline. Yes, if you call that number. What's the number? 484-434-9823. Damn, I can't believe you remember it. Well, you said it so many damn times. <laughs> I can't believe that you don't remember it. I can't remember it <laughs> Because I didn't want to try to remember. Yes, it is like, embedded into my brain. You know how funny it is? Like, back in the day, you can remember everybody's goddamn number. You don't have to know. Yeah. <coughs> so, I'm going to I'm gonna put my release out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my release saying... Wait, hold up. What's going on? I just read something. Update on Dean Ambrose's status on the WWE angle. What is that about? Well, we'll talk about that later. We're going to wrap things up. Um, all right, so, yep. Oh, Happy shit. Easter. We're, we're taking next week off, and we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, we and, have uh, the classic Eric Martin. Yes. All right, see you then. This is Fran. This is D.B. Richards. Hey, look up his stuff, I'm telling you. I won't lie, the kid's good. <laughs>